So let's throw some numbers at you. According to InsiderIntelligence.com, they follow along a number of different things going on in different industries. They say there are 29.6 million monthly esports viewers just in the United States. Esports in 2021 had revenues that were estimated at 1.1 billion U.S. dollars globally. Now, that's globally, but still, 1.1 billion? But this is one of the big numbers, and this is where we'll stop with numbers and we'll get into the story. Year-on-year increase of revenues, 26.7%. So that's how quickly this continues to grow, and it's something that our next guest knows an awful lot about. Conrad Wasila is a former CFL player, and he's the founder and CEO of ESE Entertainment. And we got a chance to sit down with Conrad today, and we asked him, first off, how he got into this, because he has gone from playing in the CFL to running a company that has boomed into the e-gaming market. And it wasn't as if he was on the football field going after a fumble and somebody said, hey, Conrad, got this idea. No, not exactly like that. (laughs) Not quite, but I think the irony is looking back at my football days, you know, a lot of the guys used to play uh, Madden and FIFA uh, in their downtime. So there's a lot of gaming, even when I was playing a couple of years back. But now it's just completely exploded. Uh, so I got a little taste of it. But with a little bit of uh, improved technology and, and better games, I mean, it's just really taken off to the next level. So take us to that, even when you were playing. Because like you say, it, it's gone to a whole new level now you look at kyler murray and the arizona coyotes it's a lot of gaming that he admits to doing but he's not the only one so would you guys finish football and then go play madden yeah uh, i would say anytime uh the competitive nature of pro athletes i think we're always saying you know i'm better than you so what an, what easier way just to jump on a on a console and and do get out on uh on the gaming set so it was, it was a lot of fun but you know people played a lot back then but now the difference is you can make money from it so you mentioned uh kyle murray right these guys are getting paid to be gamers on top of being pro athletes endorsement deals etc it's taking a completely new life let's talk about that kind of journey for anybody who hasn't been paying close attention to what e-gaming has been doing where has this come in, in just even the last couple of years in terms of, of how big it is growing? Yeah, I think the most shocking numbers are when you start seeing stuff like more viewership than the Super Bowl, right? I mean, that's when you just kind of take a deep breath and go, okay, this is this is real. It's here to stay. Uh, and just by and large, it's just it's overpowering traditional sports. A really interesting one during COVID was when they started the NBA 2K League. They were getting more people watching live on a gaming competition than they were in the stadium. So you know, when you start seeing stuff like that, it's just it's a it's staring you right in the face. Right? It's taken a, a that next that next level and it's surpassing traditional sports. We're talking right now with Conrad Wasilla, who played in the CFL and is the founder and CEO of ESE Entertainment. So you mentioned the fact that there's a lot of viewership, but this is also now a profession for (laughs) players. So help us to understand how someone even gets 
into something like that? How do you or how do they find that, yeah, you know what, I'm good enough to do this for a living? Well, I think the best parallel is traditional sports. So esports is simply competitive gaming, right? Just like you compete on a football field or on a basketball court, it's the same thing. You're just playing different games uh, and virtually. So to your point, not only is the view- viewership astronomical, the tournament winnings are in the millions, also surpassing traditional sports. Why? Because the sponsorship is there, the viewership is there, uh, and the massive winnings and prize pools are now accumulating in the tens of millions of dollars. Uh, so it's taken a life of its own. And how do you become a pro gamer? Similarly to how you become a pro athlete, right? You're you're practicing, you're training, you quickly realize that you're pretty good at it, uh, and then you get signed by a team and then when you're on a team you literally go to pro facilities with coaches and nutritionists and trainers uh it's wild man it's it's really at the level of pro sports so what is the next step for this you mentioned obviously during the height of the pandemic you have nba 2k which takes off kind of shows that you could have a a sports league but we've got other rpgs role-playing games that are watched in in huge ways where do you see the branches going in this you know one of the sectors that really fires me up is sim racing and digital motorsports why because there's a direct crossover from you being in a simulator uh, onto the track so even pro f1 racers this day practice in the offseason on simulators so the correlation is a one for one. Uh, and that's when it gets super exciting because this tears down the barrier of entry, for example. You know, me growing up as a kid, we were, you know, an immigrant family from Poland. You know, I'm not jumping in a race car to practice, right? but maybe I would want to be an F1 driver. But, you know, now 1500 bucks, you got a pro racing rig. And now you could put in hours and hours and hours of practice and jump onto the track and prove yourself. So I think that's just super cool. I think that's where the technology uh, and the gaming side will really transcend into traditional sports and just entertainment by and large, music, et cetera. One of the things that we've talked about a lot on this show recently is a tie into gambling. Is that something that is being is being used in esports? Is that something that you have to be careful of with esports? Where does that fit in? <laughs> I think you hit the nail on the head. Uh, you got to be a little bit careful because it draws a younger demographic, uh, predominantly kind of in that 15 to 21 year, years uh, bucket. So you got to be careful of that, but it's attracting those eyeballs too. And a lot of the big uh, gambling players are trying to enter the space uh, Entain is a juggernaut. Uh, they acquired a group called Unicorn that is hyper focused on uh, esports gambling. So there's an appetite for it, uh, and they obviously see the upside with that younger generation uh, wanting to gamble on esports, just like they would with traditional sports. We're talking with Conrad Wasilla, former professional Canadian football player and the CEO of ESE Entertainment. Just looking at e-gaming and where everything is headed in the next little while. So in taking your company to where you have, was it 
timing? Was it, you know, getting into the right spots? What would you point to? Yeah, I think it was a little bit of timing. You know, COVID really accelerated the space uh, and it opened eyes uh, to a lot of people around the world of what esports is. But it also gave people the opportunity to game because they're home, they had a little bit more time. So I think that was a big accelerator in the market. Uh, I saw this as an opportunity. I knew I had to move fast. So we took an approach of consolidation. We acquired five companies in 18 months and scaled from under a million in revenue to over 65 million annual run rate uh, in 18 months. So we've been on this massive growth trajectory, but I saw it and I capitalized um, and it's working and we're building a very strong, fundamentally sound company. And so when you look at where your company is positioned, are you positioned in in more of a a hosting manner, when you talk about acquiring companies, what were those companies doing? Yeah, so by and large, our strategy is more on the side of big data and technology. Uh, we really believe that's where the scale is going to happen. So uh, our strongest asset is uh, our technology that allows us to acquire new users. So bringing in new users, new players into the community making games a success, uh, really basically filling up that stadium for a game developer uh, or any gaming product. Uh, That's where we think the biggest value is, is just really making it a robust, healthy ecosystem and community. Finally, Conrad, if we're to picture maybe the entire gaming landscape as, as a football field and you're starting on the one yard line. Somebody's nailed you back on a on a nice punt. Um, you're starting on the one yard line. How far toward the other end zone are we now? Are, are we just a couple of yards? Are we halfway of midfield? Where are we in terms of where this can go? I I really believe that's a great analogy. Like we are literally on the one yard line. This is massive, right? When you start crossing over into traditional sports and entertainment and music and all these different verticals, uh, that's where you're going to see the growth. And it's going to spawn onto different things. You know, people speak about the metaverse and, you know, all these kind of buzzwords. That's going to happen, but it's going to take time. So the foundation is being built right now. Uh, and we're kind of moving along from the for, uh, one yard line to the for a first down. But. There's just so much room to grow here. It's unbelievable. Well, Conrad, congratulations on what you've done so far and uh, doing it in Canada. Thanks for that. And thanks for the time today. Absolutely. I really appreciate it, Mike. uh, And have a wonderful day. You too. That is Conrad Wasilla, who is a former CFL player. And he's the founder and CEO of ESE Entertainment. So if he's to take that football analogy, how far are we into e-gaming? And this is an industry that right now, in 2021, had estimated earnings around the globe of $1.1 billion, and its growth rate was at over 26% year over year. Huh. Uh, He says we're at the one-yard line. That's how much further this can go. Interesting to hear him talk about the idea of racing games and producer John pointed out this is also going to cause a demand as it continues to grow for top-notch internet because if you want a game and your internet is even a little bit below top-notch 
It isn't fun. Lag comes up really, really fast.